Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm a really good Christian. Yeah, but it's through his mercies. It's because of his mercy. It's not because you somehow worked your way into that position. It's because he showed you mercy and he called you out of darkness and he cleansed you and he washed you on the inside and he's transforming you and he's changing you because he loves you and it's, it's his mercy. His compassion, not our goodness. Do you ever compare yourself to others and feel proud? You're not perfect, but at least you're better than that guy. Pastor Robert is here today to remind us that whatever we accomplish in this life, it's because of God's love and mercy. Without Him, you can accomplish nothing, but knowing Him, you're made righteous through Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Many years ago, I got an email from a, a really close friend. He's also a pastor. And um, the way he ended the email kind of intrigued me. It got my attention. It, it got my attention because the way he closed his email was simply the word mercy. He's a close friend, and I've known him really well for 20 years. And my, my first reaction to that when I saw that, mercy, I thought, yeah, dude, you, really, you need mercy. I, you do. And then, of course, the Holy Spirit was like, what, you think you don't? You know, you're more messed up than he is. I'm like, oh, yeah. But it triggered, seriously, this, you know how things, it's like it can be just really quick, right? And this was all happening in a split second. I'm thinking about all the things, man, I really need mercy, don't I? Oh, yeah, there was that, and there was that. And my first reaction to this brother's email was, yeah, you really, man, I am so messed up. I'm judgmental. I'm short-tempered. I can be arrogant. I mean, I don't, I don't even deserve to be alive, let alone be a pastor. I mean, how, how do you put up with me? Thank you, God, for your mercy. Psalm 33, 16 says, no king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy. The eye of the Lord is on those who hope in his mercy. 
I'm going to repeat that because it's something I really think we need to get down deep. The eye of the Lord. In other words, he supports those who hope not in their own strength, not in the might of their country, the might of their armies. No, their, their hope is in the mercy of God. He pays attention to that. That's what the psalmist says. Lamentations 3.22 also reminds us, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Now, I remember the first time I read that and it kind of got my attention, you know, where it, it really struck me because I, I, I remember being somewhat, I don't know, it was like I was a little bit shocked by it because of the Lord's mercies. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed by the wrath of God is the idea. The only reason you're not burned up in a flash is because he's merciful. And I read that and I'm like, but, but, but I mean, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm a really good Christian. Yeah, but it's through his mercies. It's because of his mercy. It's not because you somehow worked your way into that position. It's because he showed you mercy and he called you out of darkness and he cleansed you and he washed you on the inside and he's transforming you and he's changing you because he loves you and it's, it's his mercy, his compassion, not our goodness, right? And we need to be reminded of it. We need to be reminded of it because he deserves all the glory and sometimes we want to take it for ourselves just a little bit, at least in the back of our minds, we're thinking, oh, but I'm a good Christian. Well, if you are, it's because he made you so. But there's a very important principle tied to the abundant mercies of God that we find in our text. We're still in the book of Matthew, and we're walking very, very slowly through these Beatitudes. Today, we're looking at verse 7, where Jesus said, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. We've been talking about the mercies of God, but he commands us to be merciful. And he says, blessed, happy, remember? Oh, how happy are the merciful, because they will obtain, they will receive mercy from God. Now, like many people, I don't naturally tend to be merciful with people who do me wrong, or I perceive. I believe that they've done me wrong. My first reaction is not mercy. My first reaction is retaliation. I tend to want payback. Are you going to hurt me? Okay. That's the natural man. That's the natural inclination. You know, we were joking around this past Tuesday night doing our sound check before love lessons. We, setting everything up, it, it, it usually takes 20 or 30 minutes, whatever, to get everything squared away on, on stage and with regard to the sound. And, and when my wife and I are teaching together, as we do once a month for that Tuesday night love lesson, we try to balance so that, you know, her microphone and mine, you know, that, that we're kind of equalized. And sometimes it, get, it can get a, a little awkward, you know, because you're just having to talk and talk and talk and talk if they're having to work the bugs out of the system or something. And so on Tuesday night, she, I don't know why she had the book with her, but she's got this little book of icebreaker questions, you know, little books that have 
different games or different icebreaker questions, stuff like, it's not a Christian book and some pretty random questions, but she's reading these things out and we're all answering them and you know, just kind of playing around with it. Well, one of the questions was, if you could be a movie star, what role would you choose for yourself? And immediately I said, oh, that, that one's easy. Charles Bronson in the Death Wish movies. Absolutely, man, absolutely. I know exactly, that's the one. And the people in the room reacted about like you just did. It's like, seriously, this guy's my pastor? But you know, I was thinking about that. I wonder if there's not a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of dichotomy in most people. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I have this one uncle. I, I love him. He's Great guy, as long as you stay on his good side. And I remember hearing stories about him. He's my mom's younger brother. And she, she told me this, this story that I think kind of sums up what I'm talking about. She said when, when he was a, a teenager, young, young teenager, like 13, he got a slingshot for his birthday, and he shooting at a bird, and, and he, he killed this bird. And he didn't expect to hit the bird, you know, he just, just kind of accident thing, you know. He started to cry. And the whole family had to gather around, and, you know, do a funeral for the bird. Because he was devastated that he killed this bird. He loves animals to this day. Loves animals. I love to deer hunt. And he's got property with deer, but not on his property. Because he got a, he's probably got a name for every one of those, you know what I'm saying? He's like... But the same guy, same guy, shows up at my mom and dad's house, all freaked out on a Friday night, midnight, whatever, because he's beat some guy half to death, left him for dead, literally thought he'd beaten him to death in a gutter somewhere in Macon, Georgia. And he wasn't upset about the guy because the guy had it coming. He was just afraid he was dead, and what am I going to do? I don't want to go to prison and crazy. And I mean, I could tell you story after story because on the one hand, all this compassion and, and on the other hand, none. You see what I mean? I've noticed it. You know, I, I have friends. Like I know this one guy. I mean, this is a guy, this is a guy that he's killed people. Not a problem, but he's got a tattoo of his dog that died. Seriously. And there's this tug of war sometimes between compassion and mercy and ruthlessness. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. 
Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.